excited, be, be excited, be excited, be, be excited. I took care of the squid with limpet binds. So, what is it? So what is it? So what is it? The Red Dwarf Podcast! Hello, 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 hello. Um, so... What is it? It's Hello, a Red, Red Dwarf, Dwarf podcast. podcast. You're right. You're, you're right on oh, the money God. there. It's a Red Dwarf podcast, and we are at the end of Series 5, Back to Reality. Back to life. Back to back to, oh, life. Oh, I'll start them off back if I say that. Back to reality. Yeah, Sorry. there we go. There we go. I, okay, I, so... I thought that it was so, going to be Matt that was really, going to start that. Really, um, it's an episode, isn't it? It's an episode. Now, <laughs> I, I, Dan, Matty, I've been colluding outside of the podcast and i promised matt that i'd go to him first he wants first bite of the what is the obvious thing that's the best thing in the episode today <laughs> you know uh, so go, we'll we'll go straight there we, we, i won't even say hello to you properly let's just go straight there matt matt what was your favorite bit of this episode i have been waiting for this for you know a very 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 long time I have a very, very, very clear memory of Cat picking up that sandal and going, Dwayne Tibley! I have been waiting for that for such a long time, and I was like, yes! You so, can now talk about Dwayne Dibley freely for uh, for the purposes of this podcast. <laughs> well, maybe not freely, but, but, but quite freely. Yeah, so so that's your best moment, is it? Well, that puts us down the toilet, doesn't it? What are we going to choose? <laughs> what are we going to choose? <laughs> First of all, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over to Dan. Dan, this one as good as you remember. Oh, cool! Just leave me completely last, then. Oh. Yeah, shh, shh. I don't need to know about you. <laughs> yeah, you shush. Uh, look, Matt. You said you at the beginning. You said this was an episode. This was an episode and a half, if not more. This isn't so much threatening as well, technically it was just one episode. It, no, this is not so much threatening my top five episodes as barging in and making itself comfortable. Whoa, whoa, hold the phone. Hold the phone. Well, hold the microphone. Um, that is a statement. But we'll we'll get to that then. Should we save that for our wrap-up? Because that's quite an important thing you're saying there. Well, I, I just... if we, I, I can't talk about this episode without saying at the start, I bloody loved it. Well, that's perfectly valid. We accept all Thanks. opinions here on So What Is It? A Red... <laughs> Dwarf podcast. Now back to Matt. Um, <laughs> no, go on, Matty. How did you get on with this one? Oh, I mean, this is really. I mean, I knew this was going to come up, which is why I literally prepared. My favourite bit was Dwayne Dibley. I mean, <laughs> I literally like that. And John, the best thing is as well. You know, of course, when I do my. I get all my facts and everything. And you know what the best thing is? On, written on the website, the top fact is first appearance of Dwayne Dibley. Now, the fact that it says first appearance of Dwayne Dibley, I don't know if that's some sort of joke or if he's going to be back again in some way. But, um, yeah. Well, all I'll say to you is it's the best appearance of Dwayne Dibley. Yeah. Oh, right. And okay. make of that what you will. Okay. 
I mean, this, I bloody loved this episode. This was just great. Did you know anything about it before going in? Had you had any, any snifters of this? No, none at all. Absolutely none at all. It's a great episode, isn't it? Um, I'm, I'm now, now talking about it. I'm thinking about my rankings that I may not have. I don't know. I don't know what I think. <laughs> it's a good episode. It's a very good episode. It's a very satisfying episode. But, but bizarrely, I'm looking at my notes. I think this is the I've written the least notes for this episode than I ever have. Maybe I just couldn't be bothered to um, write stuff down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but well, I, I don't know. In all honesty, I don't know if the episode was as funny throughout overall. We but yeah, explain comedy to you again. But no, I'm, what I'm let me finish. But it does have obviously. <laughs> exceptional highlights in it and, and when we've talked about episodes before um inquisitor from this series i think i said back then was what that lacked for me was any of those highlights it's, it's not all about every single scene or line being hilarious but mm-hmm. this has got a good premise it's got a good story because of it you're intrigued by it plus it has the hilarity in it as well which is what makes it a great episode i think not necessarily that it's got more funny lines than some other episodes, I think. I think it's just got all those ingredients in it. Do you think, Matt? Oh, definitely. I mean, it was just... I mean, obviously, Dwayne Dibley aside, that's the first. That's the one only time I will ever put Dwayne Dibley aside. Um, there was so, so much going on, and it was so full. And there were some really, really good bits that had nothing at all to do with comedy jumping into the sort of the latter part of the actual story the, the car park scene was brilliant and not there was no comedy there at all the whole well, there concept was a little of bit. it there was a little bit you know betray your family fabulous prizes to be won I mean, oh yeah yeah, yeah i know I'm, <laughs> the, the posters i'm talking about the actual dialogue with, with the 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 guy with the with the shooters yeah the, i yeah. did actually under double underline um, in red, the um, portray your family, the fabulous prices to be won. I thought that was a great touch. Really dark, you know, dystopian, but really great. Um, it was very filmic as well, that particular scene. Um, the thought of Lister being the uh, purifier of society, the uh, head of the Ministry of Alteration, which changes people from being alive to dead, you know, it's just so incredibly foreign, you know, to what to the list that we know it, it was you know but he looked really good as well didn't he he's got a great outfit listed it i thought you was thinking mm. about his hair he had very boy's own hair didn't he he did indeed yeah uh, I, I, whereas rimmer had very einstein hair I don't know. I was einstein hair very or cold. doc brown from back to the future yeah it was hair. a bit doc brown wasn't no. it young einstein so, so can we? Should we, should we do our normal? I mean, you, very good points there, Matt. But let, let's let's go back to our normal um, formula of let, let's get in a, a a line or something we liked other than Dwayne Dibley. Okay, and so um, now I let you go first. So we'll, we'll go to last Matt in a second. Let's go to Matty first as um, our noob. <laughs> he said, "I mean, he's going to get used to Red Dwarf sooner or later." <laughs> He's still a little bit uninitiated. <laughs> but no, it's the fact that you just said, let's just go back to our normal for it. I thought you were going to say, by all bullying Matt and telling him that he's wrong for the next hour. But you oh, didn't. that never happens. <laughs> that never happens. You're just playing up to that. Yeah. So shut up. You're just trying to, you're just trying to bait me. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to you first so you can tell us what you thought was funny. Well, one of the things I wrote down is, um, don't fish swim south for the winter. No, that's birds, sir. Birds swim south for the winter. How do they breathe? I just love... 
That was, that was great. brilliant. That I loved that line. Brilliant so line. Did I. <laughs> Dan. Same same scene actually. Uh, for me, it was the cat piecing it all together. Wait a minute. He committed suicide. He committed suicide. He committed suicide, and the fish committed suicide. Hang on a minute. There's a link here. I can't quite put my finger on it. Are you saying this had a committed suicide? I, I brilliant cat. Brilliant cat. Cat's beginning to get smart, just not quite smart enough to finish it. Well, well, I will um, go for. I think it's either going to kill us, eat us, or hump us. <laughs> No. Nope. You got another one? Got another one, Matt? I, I do. I probably not from that scene. You d- it wasn't. It didn't have to be from that scene. That's fine. No, I know, but it, there, was, there, there was a theme, and you know, there was um, towards the end. Uh, this is a nightmare. I'm on the run with the, um, from the fascist police with a murderer, a mass murderer, and a man in a brown nylon shirt. It's a flotsam and jetsam human wreckage sputum bag who smells like yak latrine. It sounded like you just quoted the whole scene there. Well, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm anything if not thorough. <laughs> but like I said, I don't think there was as many funny lines overall, funnily enough, even though what was there was great. But yeah, the story was, was really cool. And we had a great cameo, didn't we? Did. Timothy yeah. Spall. Timothy. Oh, Timothy. How were we supposed to know that, you brummy git? <laughs> Esperanto, that's a clue, isn't it? Esperanto, hope. Hope defeats despair, the despair squid. It's a blatant clue, isn't it? Blatant. Blooming heck, if you didn't get that, you must have been playing like puddings. I was expecting one of you to call me a brummy git. Well, I was saving up, and you've uh, you've blown it now. (laughs) Well, there you go. I'm not actually from Birmingham, so there you go. Close enough. And also, before anyone starts commenting on on Timothy Spall... This was Timothy Spall's first ever performance in front of a live studio audience for a television show. And he was so incredibly nervous that apparently it took between eight or nine scenes, not just to get the scene right, but until we could even remember the lines and not keep cocking them up. Well, he had quite a few convoluted lines, really, didn't he? did, he? though, to be fair. With the explanation of what was going on to them. So, I mean, obviously the word twonk, I hope he got right. A, a, a nice word. I'm not sure <laughs> that returns or not, but, but another nice little word there that's used. But yeah, a really great cameo, a really good person to have in as a cameo, really. I mean, you said about Brummy Git. I did, th- I did watch that thing. Oh, would they do that now? Am I getting oversensitive? <laughs> I think some things are still fair game. Surely, surely, yeah. Brummies, Brummies are. Yeah, yeah, yeah Brummies. Brummies. Well, what, yeah. I mean, did you, did you be... react to that though, Matt? Obviously, being from I liked. I, I laughed. Neck of the woods. I laughed. I laughed, and I thought, oh, bless the West Midlands. <laughs> I, I think it's clear that we. Whatever we ask, we're going to basically say we liked. But um, as a premise, this was a nice one. I'm trying to take myself back to when I first watched it. There, there was shock and surprise because obviously, uh, like I say, Matty, I don't know how much you maybe had a sniff of this when you said nothing. But obviously looking around, Dwayne Dibley is about the, the pictures of them in this episode are about, although you may not have known what's going on. If you're, if it doesn't take long to find these things, if you're looking at Red Dwarf stuff, I think. Mm. But when we watched it when it was first on, had absolutely no idea at all. And I'm, I'm trying to think if I actually thought, hang on, is this really real? I, I don't know. Did you think that? Dan? I, I mean, I, I don't know what I felt, but it was a shock. I think at the time. I, I mean, I think generally, I think it was a brilliant, brilliant reveal. I, you didn't see it coming. I think I was certainly. I mean, I, I remember being aware 
when I first watched it that this was the last episode in the series. Hmm. Episodes, shows do finish. Um, I don't think we knew there was a series six necessarily. Well, no, absolutely. At that point, absolutely didn't. And and I I, I don't know, but I, I'm going to guess actually at that moment I went along with it. Totally went along with it. I thought it was a really good reveal, and there was no nod to camera when they did it. They 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 absolutely went for it, at which made for me the re-reveal later on that actually this was the hallucination, it, it, just as good. I thought yeah, they, they played that really really well. That was very nicely done. So so how did you feel, Matty, when they first? came out of the uh, red dwarf game i mean, I mean I, obviously you knew it wasn't something that was going to last so, so how did it affect you no because like like dan said right there though i can completely get how you would fall for that completely because you wouldn't know there was another series coming and if that was genuinely the way they would have ended red dwarf that would have been genius like would, that's a good question though would we have been happy if it ended like that i mean it definitely would have been very a very different ending to what people are normally used to and it would have been a fascinating way but like i said obviously i know there's more red dwarf coming but i for a second i was really thinking oh is this where they actually ended red dwarf and then it got so popular they had to bring it back yeah. that's yeah. genuine what i was thinking i had obviously i had no clue i did no research into this as i don't with any of the episodes before i watched them and it, it truly had me and when like you said the re-reveal was done i thought that was you know quite funny you know we had holly at that point saying you're hallucinating which i must say i'm starting to grow to holly now i really hope they do nothing with her but um they were just <laughs> really came together really well i thought and i just like the way they did it like I say, information does get to you on occasion. <laughs> yeah, but that's someone else's fault, not mine. It was. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that re-reveal, Matt, uh, I thought it yeah. was a really nice, pla- dramatic place to do it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. And then going into that, their sort of car chase scene was was great. Love that. There is. With, oh, the, yeah. with the uh, the bit of the... the um, bit of slapstick the speed bumps the chicane the barrier the racing bridge and the when he floors it when he like with slamming his foot yeah. down and they all go whoa I mean, I so it's thought, a great piece of writing bang. isn't it it's such a great yeah. piece of writing to go from that and have everything that's going on that we can't see it's fantastic yeah and it's and it makes it's it's a it's a really cheap way of making a funny scene as well yeah. thinking about it because they didn't have to get in a car and do it um, and, and I did have than anything they could have done on their budget. If they'd actually yes. shot that, it would have been, you know, not as funny. It wouldn't. Well, it wouldn't have been funny. It wouldn't. Oh, it it would have been, been dramatic. But but it was really really funny. I particularly like the touch in that of them uh, winding the sunroof open. Matty <laughs> sunroofs used to have wind operation. Hey, we still got a car with a windy one. Of course you do. But it's also got a cassette player. So wow. <laughs> It's retro. <laughs> I've still got a button. Thank you very much. Um, I kind of thought it, w- it would. It wouldn't be lovely if Holly had been hallucinating. So obviously she brought them out of it. I thought it would be lovely if there was a bit more Holly in there. She was hallucinating, and I thought, well, no, she can't because she's a computer. Then I thought, so why is Crichton hallucinating when he's not alive either? I think if we, if it crosses species and it can do humans and haddock, I think it, we're we're back into just go with it as red dwarf. Yeah. And then Holly's not hallucinating because 
I don't know because she's based at Red Dwarf and she's projected I, I to think, think you I think it's the Starbug Red Dwarf link yeah. up yeah. alternatively they needed her to snap them out of it because they were about to I mean that was a wonderful yeah scene. I've only got one bullet oh let, let, let's line up thing I uh, just fantastic <laughs> I mean there, there they are our four protagonists okay at this point we've, we've worked out that they're hallucinating but our four protagonists that we've grown to know and love are about to kill themselves and we're probably all for laughing at this point so you know um they did need holly to bring to bring them out of it mm. no it's the despair is funny now we're fawning over this episode um there must be something we didn't like though always there's always something we didn't like i can't see oh matt's got his hand up so yes. polite so polite matthew. um Thank you, Matthew. Um, I have to say, I don't know if I dislike this, but I don't know if they would be allowed to get away with it these days. Just with the whole, like the whole you said about Brummy Git, the whole use of lithium car lithium carbonate. Oh, okay. This is a medical thing I'm not aware of. <laughs> okay. Lithium carbonate is a very serious antipsychotic and anti bipolar. And depression medication. Oh, Do you want um, a jingle? <laughs> no. What? Unless you kind of get the music from like kind of Doctor Kildare or Emergency Ward Ten in the back, or Casualties, and that would kind of you know that would. Uh, <laughs> I, ha, however, yeah. serious, right. it was a serious. Seriously. I know it's serious subject. I was doing that for a very bad taste effect. Yeah. yeah well, and, and well done for succeeding. Um, lithium carbonate is a antipsychotic. Um, a medication that's used for severe bipolar depression um, and associated uh, other mental health issues um, but with the I don't say advent with the fact that mental health issues are very prevalent and and, and are spoken about a lot more and are seriously not to be ridiculed I don't know if that would necessarily be the choice across the borders of, yeah. of good taste these these days because you know if you are taking lithium carb uh, carbonate and you watch this you know oh, so so you know. is it uh, in, in um, medical corner this week mm -hmm. is lithium it's lithium isn't it um yeah so is is that used to treat people who are having hallucinations though no it's to, it's it, for people who have suicidal thoughts because it was, you know, obviously the hallucin. It was the suicide um, squid that was, yeah, you know, so there, so the, the, despair. You know, feeling. I don't know. Despair. I mean, it's a link. I don't think it was saying anything particularly. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. The, the, the medical uh, thing was it. People are a lot more sensitive about things um, like that. I think these days. Yeah, possibly. Um, possibly. I don't know. It's just that you know that it it just slightly struck a chord with me, and I thought, oh. Looks we'll looks like I picked that. a bad week to give up lithium bicarbonate. <laughs> <laughs> no, carbonate bicarbonate would kill you. I know. I did actually write. I did actually write. Sodium bicarbonate. Ally two CO three in brackets with two. Science Weekly. No, no, you, you're right. It's um, I, d I don't know if it was crossing boundaries necessarily, even though you've mentioned it, because I don't think they were ridiculing anyone or anything that take no, it. I and it's not something that people are likely to copy and go and get hold of, I suppose. So so maybe, maybe not. But on the comedy side of things, anyone else got anything they thought? Yeah, I know we were enjoying it, but there were 
anything we didn't like. I'm genuinely they, trying to think of something here. Yeah, I, I think I, I I don't think I mean we because of the story they were telling, um, the formula was a little bit different this week, wasn't it? Because yes, we've had a couple of episodes before where we've had serious starts, always Matty's favourites. This felt it felt a little bit longer to get going, and they were straight in the action and getting on with it. But then we did get to things like uh, the Haddock committing suicide, which is an amusing notion, obviously. Norman Bates's mum. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I first when I first watched this, I hadn't seen Psycho, so I didn't get that joke until a lot, lot later, really. <laughs> but, it's uh, one of those I still haven't seen Psycho, but I'm aware of it enough to know what the reference is. Yeah, me, mm. uh, that, that's the same. I've never seen it either, but yeah, I, I know a bit about it for the references. I t- totally agree. Yeah. Well, spoiler spoilers for Psycho. <laughs> that's what normal basis mum was like. I was curious about not letting Matty know anything, but you've just ruined Psycho for me. What can I say? I'm ruined. I'm about to watch Sixth Sense after that. Please, no spoilers. I see dead people all the time. Well, yeah, I think it's difficult to find too much wrong with it overall, isn't it, really? Not overall or or in small form. I just thought it was a really, really... Again, they have fun with the concept. Yes, we're seeing anti or different versions of our characters you know again we've done that before we talked about that last week and we but, knew but this was coming but they up did it well but they did yeah. it well yeah you know, I mean, the, the idea you know was as and i i I'd agree with everything you said before timothy spore was absolutely brilliant it's the ultimate irony isn't it list of the ultimate atheist turns out to be god you know wonder you only scored four percent you know four percent <laughs> Hang on a minute. Are you you seriously telling me you were playing the Pratt version of Rimmer for all that time? For four years? (laughs) You swonk. And you mean you never found the planets of the Nymphomaniacs? It's all in the microdot. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was great. You're absolutely right, it was brilliant. It's a blatant clue. It's a blatant clue. Well, come on, Matty, come on. you can do a crappy Brummy accent as well. Come on. <laughs> no, I really can't. I'm not getting a shut, shut, shut down. <laughs> but yeah, so what do we think of those characters? And obviously, Dwayne, is there much to say, actually to say about Dwayne Dibley? It's just sort of there. <sighs> it's great. I mean, there, there's, he has two reveals, doesn't he? Actually, There is something to say. The first one, when he just comes out and you see what he looks like. What the hell's happened to my teeth? <laughs> great. Because it's so anti-cat. And then... Uh, looking for the Dibley party, <laughs> and then the look on it, the ah, uh, it's just, yeah, they're just going to his face again, and it's a lovely penny drop moment, isn't it? It's just sort of like quickly done, but it's there, fantastic. But yeah, then and he, rea- he realizes, yeah, I thought that was great. I'm but then, but then, then that joke, that joke's done, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it then pervades the whole episode because it's just there. And, you, and it just sinks in the whole time, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, Dwayne Dibley, great. What about William Doyle? Good old Bill Doyle. Do we like good uh, old William Bill Doyle? Doyle. <laughs> Billy Doyle. <laughs> oh, Granny Killer Doyle. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, it was one of those jokes, and we've had several of them before, where almost as soon as he winds up to start, you can sort of see where this is going. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he, yeah. So, yeah. Again, yeah. Delivered beautifully. It's like it's like you see the hole before you fall in the hole, isn't it? Oh right, okay. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, careful. No. But he careful. Just, 
but he but he does that he slags like this, you know lister is is you know, but he, it's a joke that worked on a number of it, it worked there were several gives to that joke you know he lines up he absolutely creams lister it's you a beat probably related to the boston doyles you know he, he doesn't he misses <laughs> literally a beat and then he goes and then he's like well of course of course because of all this and then a beat he's your brother you know it's yeah. just bang 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 and it's just it's perfect it's perfect it's it's on one hand that was anti-rimmer on one hand on the other hand it was it was exactly rimmer you know he's, yeah it, whatever whatever form mm. of creation he's in he, he's a failure he's, yeah. what a guy um, i really he's making really really liked that so Sorry. and then of course we have jake bullet cybernautic detective i like that I think this is the third time they've possibly used this joke, and it, and it still works. I think it was sort of like, you know, I'm not the kind of guy who might listen to you. Let's establish what I am before you order me around. And Rimmer comes back with, "All I said was open the next one." Um, <laughs> and there's been a couple of those, hasn't there? Sort of a simple mm-hmm. yes would have sufficed with Crichton going on. So, so they've used that dynamic a few times. I can't remember what the third one is. There was the first one was. A simple yes would suffice. There's been another one, and then there's been this one. But yeah, it's it's a repeated but but pleasing thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. Did you like Jake Bullet? Jake Bullet, Matty. I did. I did like Jake Bullet. I especially I did love the bit where he just turned around and stuck his middle finger up at him. That was brilliant as well. Oh, the base, the crude stuff. I don't know. We like intellectual humour. It's mid digit till they squeal like pigs on a honeymoon. <laughs> lovely oh lovely so i mean arguably then lister is not a funny character no uh, which maybe is necessary for this story but but yeah he doesn't have he doesn't have the humor at this end of the story really does he he's the straight he's the straight man in this one well yeah but but the sort of despair characters really the kind of you know um hallucination characters they're meant to be sort of like the complete antithesis of the actual characters and so lister is very much man of the people and is a is a peaceful being really yeah and well, then, I mean, from the very off we've called him a, a romantic character well yeah. i have i don't know if you ever agreed but i always did <laughs> but he can't wisecrack can he and that and that's where it's anti-lister lister yes is a joker lister is you know a bit of a you know gad about town he's, he's he sees the humor whereas he's just confronted with this for him this is anti-lister this is mm. oh my god yeah and, and then a really good character and i guess i don't know whether it's a risk because there were plenty of laughs to be had elsewhere but you know they they've taken one of their central comedy characters and, and made him not in any way funny there aren't mm. even any real jokes at his expense but you're absolutely right they need that jeopardy to move that story along and then you have got, as, as, as you said, you know, that dark scene uh, hmm. almost in the, uh, you know, with a few little gags in it. You know, we get the re- reprise of the of the traffic control bit. But, you know, it goes to shoot a small child. Yeah, it did, yeah. It's pretty dark. And then and then Crichton kills someone, which obviously leads to his his break. So, yeah, it was, I thought they put them together really well. I, I, I suspect it took quite a bit of thought to work out how you were going to work the dynamic because there were, there were two characters that were just absurd. Rimmer and, and Dwayne. Dwayne Dibley? <laughs> um, Jake Bullet was funny, played on the fact that, you know, Crichton, almost like Rimmer, oh, 
you know, oh, I'm going to be like this. No, no it's interesting that they kept him in his makeup, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, he could have been. A, he could have. They could have gone back to Robert Llewellyn Son's makeup, but um, yeah, I, I guess they just thought of. They thought that it was an opportunity for Crichton to be still an android, but kind of cool. Let stand back. Let the law handle this. I, I'm trying to think. Obviously, they have blown things up before, and and we've killed in that respect. Obviously, Rimmer has possibly been responsible for the mass murder of everyone on Red Dwarf. Putting that aside. Oh, um, that. I don't think they've ever blatantly shot someone like this, though, have they? Um, well, they tend to shoot bazookoids a lot, but they tend to miss a lot. Yeah, but um, at, at, at Gelfs, basically, not, not so Gelfs, much. Curries, yeah. um, very psychotic androids. and sim- sim- You're right, I think the get out of jail is it wasn't Crichton, it was Crichton, it was hallucination. So I think they're okay. Of course, I mean, yeah. right. It is quite a Rubicon to cross, isn't it? Our our plucky characters gadding about the universe, actually killing someone. But I, I think they get away with it. Which is why, why it was a great place to do the reveal yeah. of, of the fact that it was hallucinating and then go into a comedy scene. What do you think, Matt? I completely agree with you, but I was a bit confused with something that was happening during the reveal. Um, but why does Crichton, you know, uh, walk through, you know, you're hallucinating. Crichton, you know, starts to realise that he is hallucinating. Why does he walk three up four paces forward and pick up the fire extinguisher? And it's, and then there it's like, oh, we're going to go and kill it. We're going to kill ourselves again. What was the point in that? Because he's releasing the lithium carbonate. Yeah, it, it looked like a fire extinguisher, but actually he's oh, releasing lithium carbonate. Yeah. Right, okay. Right. Making more sense now, right? <laughs> you know, at first glance, I thought that was a fire extinguisher too. And then when, and then I remembered that when, um, when Holly says, oh, well, no, it finally worked. And then I realised that must have been what he was doing. Because it did yeah. look quite a lot like a fire extinguisher. Yeah, fair enough. I think it was a fire extinguisher in the hallucination, wasn't it? And then... yes. And then whatever it was, the the the, the tank it back in. in it it the, was a little bit Crichton for me. Was a little bit like in last week's episode where he goes, "I'm going to sneak up behind you now, sir." You know, it, I, for some reason, I'm walking four paces over here now. Mm. It was in, he, he gives a running commentary when he's not uh, when, when he's not wholly confident, doesn't he? Now I've just got to mention. Oh, we're talking about Crichton. We had a best guess. I think it's this, and be exactly right. Fantastic when well I'm Crichton. Yeah. That running joke's still going. I'm yeah. glad we didn't lose that one there for this series. I'd be interesting to know if they still use that in the same way in the next series. My feeling is they do, but but obviously they've kept up every single episode of this series. Yeah. So it'll be nice to see if that continues in the same way. Um, there, was now, a space, there was a Space Corps mention, not Space Corps directives, the Space Corps, uh, Class D Space Corps seeding ship, when they oh, were yeah. talking yeah. about the, it, you know, it's breached the... the Squid had breached its hull, and then Lister said, in comparison, we're a sardine tin. Again, which I thought was a nice touch. Well, well talking about the SSS Esperanto, um, I know it's going back to what we used to say. They've travelled three million years, and then they've turned around. It hasn't really taken long to, to hit all these things that are going on in the universe. I mean, Lister's always going about getting back to Earth. Actually, he doesn't say it much anymore, but that's still the premise as they're going back to Earth. But it looks like there must be loads of places they can just stop off before, you know, the way. they've human Humanity has got this far into mm. the universe behind them, basically, hasn't mm. it? But go on, Matty, say it. Oh, it's just Red Dwarf. Don't worry about it. 
That's pretty much what I was going to say. There's lots of the little things that I was going to say in this one. That say it's just a dwarf. I don't even bring it up anymore. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't unless given permission. And I just gave you permission. It's red dwarf. Yeah, good. <laughs> okay, but putting the red dwarf thing aside and the comedy and stuff, do you think that the reasons they gave for wanting to kill themselves, they were good enough reasons? Of course not. Would anybody decide that quickly? Oh, yes. Um, I can't actually get rid of this yak-stained coat and comb my hair to make a better life for myself, and I'm alive. Would he want to? Would he, would Rimmer want to kill himself in that situation? It, it, they had to make a decision quickly, didn't they? I think it has a lot to do with the feelings of despair, rather than the act. Their um, the thing was making them was making them hallucinate and and causing them to feel very very down, like because they they all started crying. Um, um, didn't they when they were in the um, was, it, was it an elevator or a lift that they yeah. were in yeah. yeah it's true I don't think anyone's ever truly loved me in my entire life there's nothing new about that you guys have totally fell apart without me <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're probably that is. I suppose that's the overriding reason that was working on them as well wasn't it really so, yes of course yeah <laughs> it just shows me the dark sense of humour you guys have then when, when Matt was just saying about them killing themselves and then Maisie just went there. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That. <laughs> what is a well, you know what, Matt, you know what that is? You know what that is? It's because you said my melting shallow. <laughs> um, it is my middle name. <laughs> Can I just say, lovely Holly, uh, I did like her little joke <laughs> at the end um, with the... Yeah, yeah. I took, I took care of the squid with limpid binds. And what she said afterwards about the fried calamari. Now, and, hang on, can we have that impression of Holly again? Oh, please. <laughs> no, what, what, the, what the hell what was, was that? that? What was that? It sounded like my next door neighbour. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Holly's actually from Smithwick. You know, how was that? Yes, please feel free to dub it with the correct voice. No, no way. Yes. No, that's working its way. <laughs> That's magic. Oh. I tell you what. Okay. I tell you what but the, you like the joke afterwards, yes. Yeah, the <laughs> fried calamari. <laughs> it did make me want calamari. I do like calamari, and I've said calamari too many times. Calamari, calamari, calamari. Okay, Anna. Now, obviously, we're celebrating this episode. We're, we're enjoying it a lot. We, we've mentioned most things. I think I think we've covered a lot of things. We haven't talked about <laughs> the nice little bit where Lister does look into the game and sees the uh, yeah. other people playing Red Dwarf. Obviously, there's a few people just standing around there for effect Kachansky was in it she was so did you like did you like that little snippet Matty I just did. that little good good yeah <laughs> is, is there anything else we particularly want I, this may be a short episode for what is a really good episode um, but without the arguments um, what what is there to say have we got anything else we want to mention Dan you got anything else you want to talk about in this episode we could go through other bits that we particularly like and I, I you know yeah just go and watch it just you know if, if you're listening go and watch it and if you've watched it and then listen to this go and watch it again it's that good i must have seen this episode more than a dozen times and i was laughing my head off when i watched it it was it was an episode i'd look forward to and despite the fact i knew what was going to happen i still went along with the reveals i just think it was very well put together really really good and Yes, Matt, you're probably right. It wasn't, um, it, it didn't have as many um, and perhaps some of the absolute best zingers, but as an episode, it hung together 
much better, I, I'm going to say, without giving anything away for the rankings, I'm going to say better than an awful lot of other things that we've seen. Because yeah. I think even episodes which we've really loved, and there have been some great moments or some great concepts or a wonderful little scene, I just thought this episode just... What you're just, saying that we haven't had Matty's rankings yet. You don't know what he's put down. Yeah, it could stink up the whole thing. You're absolutely. But you know, else might be a fly in the ointment. You never know. Um, probably, probably you. Don't get me wrong, right? Uh, there is th- this episode had one of the greatest zingers in it. So it's not that it didn't have great stuff. But I just meant aside from the that Dwayne Dibley highlight, it what it there wasn't so much peppered throughout. I think mm. where they were there, they were great, and it and as we said, it hung together. And it was a fab episode. Well, yeah. Once you establish Dwayne Dibley, you actually only have to pan to Cat pulling that face. And yeah. It's a joke. And, yeah, because he yeah. doesn't do loads more. Yeah. Doesn't do loads more. Matty, anything else you want to add to this that's relevant to this episode? There's been a lot of stuff cut out, everyone who's listening. <laughs> Basically, if you haven't heard me talk, it's because everything I've said has pretty much has been cut out so far. But no, I think we've said absolutely everything that, uh, that I would want to say. Cool. Anything else you want to add, Matt? Yeah, I can't believe no one's mentioned the, the potential of Billy Doyle's wife. You know, um, a wo- woman with white shoes, no tights, and blotchy legs. We all have known someone like that. Have we? Well, we <laughs> did not grow up in Birmingham, Matt. Jump starts the second big bang. <laughs> Okay, gentlemen, then, uh, maybe short and sweet as it was, uh, let's uh, move away from Series 5. Um, it's um well we'll talk a bit, little bit more about it in our wrap-up episode as as a series as a whole um it has been an enjoyable ride we, there's a few bits and pieces we can um mull over later on alongside our much and hotly anticipated quiz of the season <laughs> so on that note i'm going to go back to reality now and say it's goodbye from me matthew it's goodbye from me matt and uh, I'll sign off also from Dan. And it's a goodbye from me, Matty. I took care of the squid with limpid binds.